You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hey, everybody. The latest edition of Gun on One is locked and loaded and ready to go. You know, when you look at the NFC Championship game, it's exactly the way it was meant to be. The number one and number two seeds going at it for the right to go to the Super Bowl. And the advantage for the Eagles, they have it right there in their own backyard. So we're going to spend this edition of Gun on One breaking down all the matchups, all the pros and the cons, the pluses and the minuses, so on and so forth. And for this edition of Gun on One, I brought in a special friend. I've known this dude for a while. Very seldom do we talk serious. We're always taking shots at each other and trying to one-up each other. I'll tell you who it is in just a moment on this edition of Gun on One. We're about to step to the line of scrimmage. This is Sal Palantonio from ESPN. I'm Brandon Graham. Lane Johnson here. This is the magnificent DJ Jazzy Jeffy. This is Donovan McNabb. This is Chris Long. This is Mark Sumoff, the TV voice of the 76ers on NBC Sports Philadelphia. This is Eagles Hall of Fame quarterback Ron Jaworski. Hello, I'm Jay Wright, head coach of Villanova Basketball. Hey, I'm Brian Westbrook, and you're listening to the Gun on One podcast. And what's happening? This is your blessed boy, Brian Dawkins, Hall of Famer, and you're locked in to Gun on One. We're locked in to the Gun on One. Gun on One. Gun on One. You are locked on to Gun on One. I've been on the air for 25 years, but I could not wait to be on Gun on One with my man, Derek Gump. ESPN bracketologist Joe Lenardi telling you to stay locked on to Gun on One. It is a number one seed. All right, we're back on this edition of Gun on One. And as I promised, I got a special guest tonight. You see him with me every day, Monday through Fridays, noon to 3 p.m. on our Sports Take show right here on the Jacob Sports Media YouTube machine, which also powers the Gun on One podcast. He is the one and only. It's like Batman and Robin, Green Hornet and Kato. You know, I guess that's the way we have to describe our relationship. My man, Barrett Brooks, is hopping on right now. What's up, E. Brooks? Hey, man, I don't call what you call, just as long as you keep calling me. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, man, look, we're in the middle of the week here, and we love to talk football. But do you get to a point where you're just tired of talking about it? Just get this game here, man. I'm tired of talking about this game. Well, you know what? I don't get tired of talking about football or the game or anything. I am going to take a break after the Eagles go to this Super Bowl. 
I'm gonna take go. about a week off and go down to uh Florida, man, do a little fishing, man. But um right now, man, we're in the midst of it, man. And I, I'm 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 just I'm just really blessed to be doing what I'm doing, man. Especially with you, man. But you know, just just being able to talk about a team that's has some success, doing real good right yeah. now, man. It's, you know, this this is what I'm talking about, man. This is why I signed up to do this. Hey, man, thank goodness we're not talking about like Houston or some team like that. <laughs> you know, we went through that before now. We yeah, went through dude. That before. Woo. Hey, but look, all right. So let's get right to it, and we're gonna look at the matchups, the pros and cons, the ups and downs, the, the pluses and the minuses. And I'm gonna start with your forte. We're gonna start in the trenches, and I want to start with this one because I love how you break this stuff down. I'm gonna hit you with this. How do the Eagles O-line control the San Francisco defensive front? A very good defensive front. That's the number one defense in the league. Well, I mean, basically, it's, 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 it's strength against strength. You know, you talk about one of the better um, front sevens in the, in the NFL. In fact, it might be the best front seven as far as linebackers and and down linemen in the, in the, in the league with, with the 49ers. But then you turn around. You have the most dominant offensive line mm-hmm. in the NFL with the with the Eagles, you know, and and seeing them go out there and do what they do, you know, I watch tons of film, and it still amazes me how good that offensive line is. And and over the past week, I've been watching a whole lot of film on the 49ers, and I've actually been watching them, you know, for probably the better part of five weeks now, all their games mm-hmm. and checking them out. They are a good defensive front. They do, they don't do a lot of blitzing. They don't do a lot of, you know, trying to cover their fronts and trying to hide what they're trying to do. They just basically line up and just go, which makes them unique in the NFL. Um, D'Amico Ryans does a great job of his 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 his, his being able to adjust at halftime, and that's mm-hmm. what makes their team. So that's why they kind of struggle in the first half, but then the second half they come out and they just shut you down because their their end game adjustments aren't that good. But once after the first quarter and they go in. And and at halftime, their half game adjustments are impeccable, you know, and that's when they turn mm-hmm. things up on you. So um it's imperative the Eagles want to win this game to go out there and and basically just do what they want to do. Whatever mm-hmm. they feel like they need to do, they need to do it. A lot of people saying run the ball. I'm not even saying do that. I am saying do what you feel comfortable with, what Jalen is feeling comfortable with, and 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 they'll be good because they can pass the ball on this defense. As long as they can block Nick Bosa. They can pass the ball on this defense. They can get it out to court because Jimmy Ward and uh, Jadavius Ward are average at best as far as their cornerbacks. And it'll be great matchups with Devontae Smith and especially A.J. Brown, who, who's mm-hmm. going to go out and have a great game simply because he did have a great game this last week. So, yes, this this is this is a, a, a game for the ages, you know what I'm saying? This this is where you want to watch football because this is it's strong against strong, men against men, um, two teams trying to impose their wills on in, in the trenches. You played in the NFL for more than a decade. You started with the Eagles. You played with Pittsburgh. You played with the Green Bay, um, Detroit. Did you ever play with an offensive line as good as this one? No. I played with a great offensive line, too. When I was with the Steelers, you know, we had Marvell Smith. You know, mm-hmm. we had uh, we had a, just, I mean, you know, a Hall of Famer with us. You know, Alifanica. You know, he was playing there, man. It, mm-hmm. it, it was it was Max Starks. We had a really, really, really Chris Kimawatu offensive line that whenever we wanted to do what we wanted to do, we could run the ball when we wanted to run it. We could pass the ball when we wanted to pass it. We had a Hall of Famer in, in Alifanica who could just shut down whoever you have on the other side of the ball. Mm-hmm. I mean, there were times where if um, the left tackle was getting beaten, 
when he put in Alifanica and he can go out there and shut him down. You know, that's how good this guy was. So um, we had a dominant offensive line, but it still didn't compare to what we what I see in uh, in the Eagles offensive line. To have two guys, the starting center, the starting right tackle, go two years without giving up a sack. That's, that's unheard crazy. of. That's crazy. Unheard of. So, yeah, this is the most dominant offensive line I've ever seen. Can the 49ers offensive line slow down the ferocious Eagles pass rush? No. And Woo. I think that's where that's where the game will be won. On the defensive side of the ball, their offensive line against our defensive line. We're talking about 70 sacks. And, oh, we got Hassan Reddick lined up over a turnstile in Mike McGlitchy. And I hate to say that because he's a local kid from Philadelphia. But McGlitchy, man, he 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 couldn't he couldn't fight his way out of a whip. You call him a turnstile, turnstile, bro, turnstile. You know, and they have two young guys play, playing for him. Um, the right guards, uh, um, the right guards, Buford. He's a he's a rookie. Now he's gonna be lined up one on one against you know uh, some really good passers like Fletcher Cox and Hargrave. I mean, it's gonna be a long day for their offensive line. You know, and I'm gonna tell you what. Yes, I think that Trent Williams is the best left tackle in the league. But I really see the the matchup that he's going to be hard for him to try to defend is when he goes against BG. BG is is, is short, he's stocky, mm. speed to power, and he, and what makes those guys like like he's like Hugh Douglas. They're hard to block because they're so low and tight to the ground, and they could turn the corner with power. Mm-hmm. That's what makes them hard to block. And 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 Trent Williams, one of those guys, he's a waistbender. He's still a mean sob, but he can play. Mm. All right, let's let's go to the skill positions. The Eagles set wideouts and they're tight end against the 49ers pass defense. You just touched on it. You don't think the 49ers pass secondary is that good. Expose them a little bit more for me. Well, I mean, if you look at it now, Tayshawn Gibson, he's a good center fielder, you know, safety. But then you got, you know, um, Hafanga. Hafanga's a box safety. He's one of those guys like Troy Palomalu. Not really a good cover guy, but he can blitz. Mm-hmm. He's sounding in his coverage. But, you know, he, he's one of those dynamic players that you got to watch where he is because he's going to come up, make the tackle, and he gets there with a nasty disposition. Um, I look at their cornerbacks, you know, Jimmy Ward, you know, uh, Charvarius uh, Ward, both yeah. okay corner, average corners. Ward being one of those taller corners that, you know, that – can get be beaten susceptible to the double move. Uh, Lenore is an okay cornerback, but can they cover the likes of our wide receivers? I mean, this is gonna be a big game for AJ Brown because number one, he had three catches for under forty yards. That's a, to him, he feels disrespected that he didn't do that. Not mm. disrespected by the offense or anything like that, but he just he doesn't feel as though he he's an impact player, so he needed to impact the game. And he didn't think that that was enough for him to impact the game. So I see him going out and really impacting this game. They're going to make sure they get him the ball because that's what they do. Uh, you know, they would win a couple of games without getting the ball to, you know, to our tight end, you know, Dallas Goddard. They force fed him the ball after that. They did the same thing with Devontae Smith wasn't getting the ball. They force fed the ball to him. I can see him doing the same thing, especially against his secondary and him really racking up some yards because, they I mean, he's a tough physical guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, they see the same type of guy in Debo Samuels, but, I mean, when I look at when I look at AJ Brown, he's bigger than him. He's faster than uh, Debo Samuels. He's just in a more opposing to me freak of nature out there at the wide receiver position. I really feel as though if you could block Nick Bosa, the second guy as far as sacks 
is uh Omenahi. Omenahi. Mm-hmm. And right now he's in some trouble. So yeah, uh he only had five sacks. He had one and a half sacks against this uh team last week against Dallas. But I don't think at this point that they're better than our offensive line. And if we can slow down Nick Bosa, we can have a field day throwing the ball. Mm, okay. Now, the 49ers collection of pass catchers and tight end is the best group that the Eagles pass defense has faced all season long. Right. How do you match them up with the, the, the Eagles secondary personnel with what San Francisco's going to be throwing at them? It's all about playing press coverage. And Gannon has to be comfortable with playing press coverage. Number one, you got to take that first read away from this rookie quarterback. If you can make Brock Purdy hold the ball just a second longer, um, you, it allows your defensive line to get there. What he's been doing is he's been throwing a lot of balls in the middle of the field because they're giving him enough time because that first read is there, the slant play. Mm-hmm. I watched I watched um, the game against Dallas, and I saw how the linebacker, what's his name, number 42, the uh, came from Minnesota, I forget his name, starting linebacker, allowed the – you know, inside, you know, by Debo Sam just to go straight inside. You got to cut that off. You got to play more aggressive. You got to cut off that first read. And I really believe we have the corners to do that. I mean, mm-hmm. Bradbury and, 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 um, what's his name? Um, uh, dad going to Slay. Uh, Slay. Yeah. Bradbury and Slay are two of the best corners in the league. You know what I'm saying? It's the best tandem in the league. They can go up and play press coverage and with CJGJ back in the fold. And he's back in his natural position of playing the slot. He plays tighter coverage, eliminate all those comeback routes, all those stop routes, all those all those slant routes from the first initial um, read by Purdy. That means mm-hmm. he has to take it, hold it a little longer, and now they can make him move off a spot. They can make him uncomfortable being in the pocket because we have the horses to get there. Mm. Hassan Reddick will get there, but it's all about first down being – the number one down, if we can stop them on first down and then turn around and stop that first read, we have an opportunity. Because if you allow him to get the ball out like on a wheel route or a swing pass out to Christian McCaffrey or mm-hmm. a little stop route over the ball with uh, George Kittle, it could be a long day because that's how you keep the chains moving. And he loves to throw balls in the middle of the field. Why? Because he'd have a strong enough arm to get the ball on the outside. Mm. Now there, there's been a Avante Maddox sighting at practice this week. Oh, would would you play him even if he's deemed considering considering how serious that toe injury was? Would you play him or would you spin the, the roulette wheel and hold him out, hoping that you get to the Super Bowl and right. then give him additional two weeks to rest that toe? There is no tomorrow. Okay, all right. For what? There is no tomorrow. If he's healthy enough to play, let him play. That way we'll be full strength. That way we'll have CJ Garner Johnson at the at the at the um at the safety position. Yeah. Now he can go in and, and cover Kittles. He can go in and cover um you know Christian McCaffrey out of the backfield. Allow him to do that at the safety position. If he's out of the slot, that means he's gonna have to be over a wide receiver. He's gonna have to go out there and, and cover Brandy Ayuk, uh Debo Samuels. And I like that I still like that matchup. I think he's good enough to play against all those guys, but you know you know, when you look at what they do on that side of the ball, you know, Shanahan loves to motion guys. Um, he puts Debo Samuel everywhere. He'll motion them to try to keep and, and create matchups with him. He'll he'll put them in the backfield, have him running like a running back. He'll put them at the slot. Um, he does so many things with the versatility that he has as far as players that it's hard to get a beat on him. It's hard to get a cover guy on him 
with the right matchup. So this will be a big game for a guy like Kazir White, also mm-hmm. a guy like Kayvon Wallace. He's going to have to play that that Swiss Army knife for this defense. John in this game, and that's something they've been somewhat shoddy on this season. Um, because the 49ers pass catchers are the best in the business at yards after the catch. Is is there too much of an emphasis made on the tackling? If, you know, if this thing is keeping people in front of you, as long as you keep them in front of you, you deal with what comes. No, you, you I mean he's they're they're going to have to tackle and come up and make the tackle as soon as they get the ball. Because their yak yard is just crazy, man. Just like you mentioned, I mean they can get the ball and that's where they get most because they're not throwing a ball way down the field. Well, like you would think they are, you know, with the amount of yards right. they have. They're more so a short passing game, and they were able to break free. Brandon, you break free and for longer yards. Debo Samuel stiff arm with people's after the catch. We know with George <laughs> Kittle. Kittle's just a monster, you know what I'm saying? He doesn't respect anybody coming up to tackle him. So they're going to have to go out there and tackle well, which is Kayvon Wallace has done a great a great job of going out there and tackling. Um, I, I mean, I, I I gave him the business the first half of the year. I'm like, you know, teasing. I'm like, hey, man, how's Kayvon Wallace let a rookie, Reed Blankenship, come take his position? Well, since then, since they called him into duty with, you know, uh, Avante Maddox being out the lineup and, you know, you look at, uh, um, um, you know, the mere fact that, you know, you didn't have Avante Maddox or, or, or CJGJ for a good period of time, he's come in and really been a solid tackling guy, making plays. He covered tight ends pretty well, you know what I mean? So I watched the Saints game. He played pretty well that game. The Giants, both Giants games, he played daggone well. So mm-hmm. I got to give him his props. He's playing at a high level right now. So, um, you know, he'll be key. Like I said, Kasir White will be key. He's going to have to make tackles. You can't miss him like he's been doing. In fact, he's been playing a better game the last two games also. He's got to play above and beyond what he's been playing. And, um, you know, it's going to be a great game for Epps. Epps is going to have to play his butt off too, you know, coming up mm-hmm. making plays. All right, 49ers run defense, number two in the league, giving up less than 78 yards a game. But you said on our sports take show, you you feel Miles Sanders could have a, a big day in this game, correct? And it's just going to run it between the tackles. See, okay. a lot of teams try to run to the sideline. You don't do that against a team with the speed that the 49ers have. You run right at them. You know, like Tyson always says, everybody has a plan until you get hit in the mouth. Well, you go out there, you hit them in the mouth, and they'll be like, oh, what's going on? You know what I'm saying? I mean, yes, um, you know, Dre Greenlaw is a good tackler. Uh, Fred Warner is a good tackler. But can they tackle with the likes of Jason Kelsey lined up over them and hitting them in the mouth? And as they're getting put on their back, can they tackle a guy like, uh, you know, Miles Sanders? It's going to be tough for that. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you got Landon Dickerson putting his hat on people. When you drive block and you get up on the second level, and this the team is the best team as far as getting up on the second level. Block down, pull Kelsey around, get up on those linebackers. I don't care how good you are. You can't tackle somebody with somebody, you know, hands up in your chest like this, drive block. Yeah, yeah. You're not tackling anybody like that. I don't care how good Fred Warner thinks he is. You got to make sure that you make those plays. And I'll, you got to watch how this team also does too. Javon Kinlaw and uh, Kinlaw. And um, Eric um, Armstead are great yeah. at holding. They hold better than offensive linemen. They- Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. 
Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, Information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C O R I E N T.com. Corient.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts, so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. To hold a lot of time, and if I was, I would say this, I bet you, I almost guarantee you, that um that, that coach Nick Sirianni has sent a letter to the league, sent the film to the league on how those defensive linemen are holding them and not letting them get to their second level, not letting them get up on those linebackers. That's why a lot of the times you see those guys, uh, Fred Warner, those guys getting free because they're holding them, keeping off his alignment, getting off of them. We uh, you know, playing against guys like that is tough because when they try to get in a double team them. As you're double teaming them, they're holding you getting it. So you're trying to get off on the linebacker. They got your pass, and they won't let you off. So we did stuff like, all right, when you go in to block them, then we'll chop them to get them off our hands off them. Then we get to the second level. Or if we get to them and we're dry blocking, we hold right here. We do spin moves, spin into the spin out of the block, then get to the linebacker. There are ways in which you can do it, man. But it's tough when you play against big guys up front that hold as good as they do. Mm. Well, this the Eagles run defense. Um, it concerns me a little bit. You know, they, they give up, up almost 122 yards a game. 49ers running attack averages 138 yards a game, but they don't do it with just one back. They do it with an array of backs. They do it with running backs, Debo Samuels running the ball as well. Um, but Christian McCaffrey is the key, and we've said this time and time again. It's a crime that that trade was even made to allow him to go to San Francisco. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I, I got to ask you this. Are you more concerned about McCaffrey running the ball or him catching the ball out of the backfield? Catching the ball out of the backfield or okay. wherever they're going to put him. Yeah. They line him out there receiver. And he's a good enough player that he can play receiver um, out there, you know, wide. Um, they put him everywhere. They motion him. They try to – they give him the same respect that they give Debo. They allow him to go out there and create matchups by motions, by, by lining up in different places, you know. I mean, he's that good. They line up in a wing position. 
you got to account for where he is. You got to put an athlete on him that can cover him also. So, you know, he's a weapon that you make. You got to make sure that you put somebody on. You got to put a hat on. And do we have somebody to do that? We'll see. I've said a couple of names, Kazir White, uh, Kayvon Wallace. They got to step it up. Maybe even, you know, a time or two have a Reed Blankenship on them. But mm-hmm. they've got to make sure that um, they impede him from going out there and running wide open, wide and free. And oh, it's not just him. They got the uh, Juice, what's his name? Juice Check. Use check, I yeah. think his name is fullback. Yeah. Use check, use check is, is also a guy that you got to keep an eye on because it looked like he's going to block somebody, and next thing you know, he's running out there in the flats wide open. So, you know, Shanahan is great at creating matchups from where matchups shouldn't even be. He, you know, he motion guy gets guys in different situations where he makes you have a, a, a mismatch. So, I mean, this, this would be a great game, you know, the chess match between Kyle Shanahan and, and, and Gannon. This is where you know football games are made. This is where I want to see where again this and this is also resumes for you know um, uh, Shane Steichen yeah. versus yeah. Uh, Demetrius Ryan's. You know this is these these four coaches got to have extraordinary games because they're playing against extraordinary teams. That's the thing about the playoffs. You may be playing against just guys throughout the season, but once you're in the playoffs, the farther you go, the better the, the uh, talent is you go against. And that's where, you know, I, I really think the Eagles can go stiff, uh, for t- tick for tap with them because they have the same amount of talent, mm-hmm. if not more, than this 49er team. I want to hone in on the quarterbacks for just a moment. I'll start with Jalen Hurts. What's the best way for Jalen to frustrate what you described as a very fast defense? Same thing that they did to, to uh, per- Persons, Michael Parsons. They were able to use his strength against him. Now, when you got a guy like Nick Bosa, he wants to line up in that wide nine and just come. So what you do is you run draw plays, use that, you know, use that, uh, use that, you know, his his his, his up the field quickness against him. And you know what Jalen Hurts does? If you give him a a, a a you know a draw play and it's him running the draw play, that means you have an extra blocker. That running back now, since he's not getting the ball, can lead up and go up and hit a guy like Fred Warner, block guy Fred Warner or Drake Greenlaw. He's just an extra blocker. So you have to defend all 11 guys because of Jalen Hurts' ability to go out there and make things happen with his legs. His Mm -hmm. intangibles make him a threat. It's not a bad word to be a dual-threat quarterback, not these days. It used to be, but not these days. Because Jalen's arm is, 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 is such a valuable asset for him, his deep ball, um, the way he can um, throw the ball, you know, and get the ball to the outside. Mm-hmm. Have to worry about what he's going to do on these read options and what he's going to do on these RPOs. He's just as good throwing the ball as he is running the ball. And it frustrates you because anything you pick, he can make it wrong. You think he's going to run the ball, he passes. Same thing, vice versa. He always can make you wrong in your reads, and that's how good he is. All right, let's let's go to Brock Purdy. I think Brock Purdy is one of the incredible stories of the 2022 season. Here's a guy, Mr. Relevant, last player taken in the draft. You know his story well. Doesn't nobody's thinking about this guy gets in out of necessity in the Miami game and he hits the ground running. And since he's taken over, this 49ers machine is still rolling. They won what 12 games in a row. He he's got 16 touchdown passes, only four interceptions. Ball comes out of his hands quick. 
Um, he doesn't make a lot of mistakes. Doesn't turn the ball over much. Um, how do the Eagles? How does the Eagles defense disrupt this dude, man? I mean, you know, he, we keep talking about he's a rookie, but he doesn't play like a rookie. You make him a rookie. That's what you have to. You have to make him a rookie, and that's by making him uncomfortable. Um, I said it, you know, earlier on. I said they have to play press coverage. When you play press coverage, you take that first read away from him. Now he has to go back and 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 use, you know, um, his progression as far as seeing where he needs to go with the ball. And he's a young guy. He doesn't know all that yet. And plus, he's going to be in front of a crowd that he's never experienced. He's never experienced what he's about to face going into this hostile environment that we call the link. He hasn't went against fans that don't like you, sincerely don't like you, and will call you everything but a child of God. He hasn't gone against – he has only played two away games. He's only had two away games. And, you know, he played in – one of the away games was in with the Raiders. There's nothing but transients there. You know, it's it's people that – they're Raider fans, but they're not hometown Mm -hmm. Raider fans. We have hometown Philadelphia Eagles fans that mortgage their house to get, um, you know, tickets to watch these games. Yeah, yeah. These are fans that that love their Eagles football, good, bad, or indifferent. They're going to tell you about their vote. They watch film just like their coaches. You know what I'm saying? This yeah. is a hostile environment. He's not going to be able to – he's not even going to be able to hear his thoughts, let alone trying to hear what the snap count is or what he's telling these guys. They won't hear each other. Can they, as a unit, an offensive unit, deal with those type of situations? Will his tackles be able to gather their stance when you're going against a guy like Hassan Reddick and, and Brandon Graham and Sweat? You know what I'm saying? Will, will he be able to get guys where they're supposed to be at when they can't hear what the play is? This is a different type of environment, and this is a hostile environment, but they don't like you. They may spit on you. It, it, it's a, just a different type of fan fandom when you get here at the link so i don't know if he you know as a rookie can he come in and silence the crowd we'll see but it's up to rich gannon to go out there and make sure not rich gannon but uh whatever his name is jonathan uh, gannon Gannon. Gannon. it's up to jonathan gannon to go out there and dictate tempo get his guys going and make sure they play the physical brand of football uh that we've seen them play i like something you said a moment ago you brought up some names and they're on my notes here. I'm so you know, which which you know made me chuckle a little bit that you mentioned this before I got to it. Sirianni, Gannon, Shanahan, Ryan. No matter how much we break down this game, there's always these unknown elements in every game. Yes. So what are we missing in the unknown category, B. Brooks? In the unknown category, there's a lot we you know because um when you're going against a team as basic as the defense is that Miko Ryans uh, puts out there. There's no magical elixir that's, that's helping them. There's no blitz package or anything else that's making this defense good. It's good old-fashioned effort and want to that's making this defense good. I'd much rather them be like, uh, you know, like like a, a – a, 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 what's his name? Uh, Wink Martindale? I'd rather yeah, be a defense yeah. like Wink Martindale when you know they're going to blitz. Jalen can read the blitz. This is just a down-home, good old-fashioned, I'm a punch-in-the-face type of defense. We're going to line up where we are, and we're going to go. When you play against defense like that, you got to come with your hat. You got to come with your your, your, your lunchbox. You got to come with, you know, with, with, with you know, an old 
um, blue collar mentality. You know what I'm saying? This is this these guys come and they're gonna fight you. And when you have players like that, it's really, really, really hard, man. To um, it's really hard to really get them in a position where you uh, you're making them on get back on their heels. Okay. You gotta force them to get back on their heels. So that's the biggest thing, you know. It's it's just a plain old, plain old type of defense, and they just line them up and go. You rarely get defenses like that, and those type of get defenses, you know, you 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 kind of fear the most because you could tell with a blitzing defense what they're trying to do. But when you got guys lining up in front of you and they trying to whoop you, that means it's a mentality type of thing. Their yeah. mental is like, all right, we're bigger and stronger, faster, more intense. We're meaner than you are, and when everybody's believing in that. That's when you have a great defense. Who could be an X factor for the Eagles in this game? Somebody we don't talk about much. We know who the stars are in this game, but who who's maybe one of the understudies in this game that we're not talking about? Mm. Wow. Uh, somebody, you know, we're not talking about. I mean, it's going to have to have a great game. I mean, that's, that's tough, man. But you mean maybe a guy that, um, on, you know, I'm going to go on the offensive side of the ball. And, and I'm gonna go with a guy that you know that's gonna have to dictate tempo, and we haven't liked him in a while. He's 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 not done anything in a while, but this is time to show up with the simple fact that this this defense gets thrown on a lot and they have a lot of big plays. But a guy like Quez Watkins can just all of a sudden pop Ooh. up on the scene and be you know a guy that can go deep. Quez Watkins, like you stated earlier today, yeah. Yeah. We forget that he had that 99, 95-yard uh, bomb that, you know what I'm saying, and, and long play, even though we didn't score on it. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? And that's crazy to have a 95-yard run, I mean, a pass player, and then we go 95 yards and don't score, don't get a single point on it when we played him last year. He can get behind you, but he's got to finish the deal. He's got to finish the deal. He could be a threat and somebody that can go in and dictate tempo because it's going to be a low-scoring game. And if he can bust out and, and, you know, get a long one on him and set the tempo, it makes them think, you know what I'm saying? It makes those those guys worry. They don't want to run down in the box anymore. So he can do that. Another guy, you know, the defensive side of the ball that we haven't really talked about in a while who can go ahead and mix it up is, uh you know, Jordan Davis. We may need a big day out of him stopping the run. Mm-hmm. He's got to be a space eater in the middle of that defense. He's got to help stop the run, get penetration, and be a factor. I mean, he could be a guy to go up the up the middle of that defense and, and knock some balls down. Purdy is not one of the tallest guys in the world, but if we can get a get like guy like him, six foot seven, six foot six, and get up the field, create a little pressure in the middle of that defense, knock some balls down, he could be a tempo setter for this defense. Mm. Uh, you know, you, you've been in this business associated with football a long time, man. Twelve years in the NFL. And then you transitioned over to the media side. You you were a, a producer for a while at ESPN, and now you're a talent, NBC Sports Philadelphia, as well as Jacob Sports Media on the show uh, Sports Take on a daily basis. Did, did you ever think back then, before you started this journey after football, that you'd be doing what you do, you're doing now? No, because I, I don't like to talk. The only time I talked was I was on the field. Wait, wait, wait. You don't like to talk. Right, I it, when did that happen? I, ever since I've known you, you 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 haven't stopped. We talk we talk when we're on air, but when I'm <laughs> when we were not on air, what am I usually doing? Sitting on my desk doing what? Watching Watch a movie. 
<laughs> for the most part, that's what I do, man. I'm not really a talkative guy, but you know, yeah. I mean, I had some relevant stuff to say, so I transitioned into this. But it wasn't like I wanted to do this, you know. I didn't see myself being a, a guy that's going to be on TV talking, you know. That's not what I wanted to do. So, um, mm. if I really wanted my brothers, I'd probably want to be a mechanic or 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 a professional fisherman, one of the two. But <laughs> I, I end up, you know, doing that, letting you talk me into coming in and talking on TV, and then getting good at it, you know, from from your tutelage. You know, I appreciate you. Well, you know what, man, you family. Hey, man, you know, I'd do anything for you, but uh, you know, I'm gonna throw this barb out here. I, I think you would have been better mechanic than you are fisherman. So I'm just saying, I'm just saying like boom, boom. Oh, those took some kidney shots there, man. <laughs> one final question now. to you about your what? No, no, one final wait. question to you. Bass fishing, man. You can take me bass fishing again, well, but I owe you one. Yeah, man, we gotta go, and I got a spot too that we can go. We can walk around the whole circumference of the pond. And our own leisure, nobody bothering you. It's beautiful scenery, a 26-acre uh, property. Yeah, we're going to have some fun. We're going to go. All right. Definitely. 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 Yeah. What, uh, last question I have for you. Wh what do you think has surprised you most about where you are now as an on-air talent? What, what, do you, what do you think you even stand back sometimes and say, man, I'm even surprised at myself I'm able to do certain things? The way I'm able to break down what I see on tape and put it into layman's terms that the okay. casual fan can see what I'm seeing. Cause I see stuff that regular people don't see. And, you know, and, it, and it's mind blowing, you know, that I saw this, but I'm able to dictate it to people and, 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 and see right. it so they could see my world. Like everybody's saying that, the, um, that the pick that last week that uh, Bradbury had was a blitz. It actually wasn't a blitz. They only brought four on the play. What they did was they switched assignments on the play. Um, CJ going to Johnson. He came from depth and he ran through the gap. The reason he did that is because he had the man he in the scheme, they switched. So the defensive end, Sweat, took Saquon Barkley man to man. So when Sweat, when, when Saquon Barkley flared out, he had to go with him. Sweat went with him. So he didn't rush on the play. He had to go into coverage. That means he was the fourth man. They just didn't block him going through the line. That's just a great play by Shane, I mean, uh, by, by Gannon of orchestrating a play in which he switched assignments and still brought four people. So it looked like a blitz, but it really wasn't because they had the defensive end out in coverage as opposed to having him uh, rush the passer. So when I saw that, that's exactly what I saw. And I saw it from the beginning, but everybody else was saying it was a blitz. And I was like, a blitz is when you bring five or more, you know what I'm saying? One more blocker than the offense has to block. And it looked like it, but it actually wasn't. It was actually switched assignment. And then Bradbury did a heck of a job just going up, read it, and um, and undercutting the route and making a play. Well, man, you break it down better than anybody in the region, man. And as always, man, I appreciate you giving me some time as we get ready for the explosion coming up at Lincoln Financial Field on Sunday. Can't wait. The number one seeded Eagle against the number two seeded 49ers. I cannot wait. B. Brooks. Always appreciate you, brother. All right, that's going to wrap up this latest edition of Gun on One, powered by the Jacob Sports Media YouTube machine. For my friend, my colleague, and probably my biggest antagonist, Bear Brooks, I'm Derek Gunn. Hey, thanks for hanging out with us. We'll see you next week, hopefully talking about the Eagles heading to the Super Bowl. Until then, stay blessed, but more importantly, be a blessing to each and every person you encounter. 
Until next week, so long, everybody. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.